Welcome back to more of the Harris Happening here on the Mighty 790 KFGO and KFGO.com. And uh, from Prairie Style File, very familiar guest who has joined us several times, Alicia Underly Nelson is our special guest. And she, along with uh, I think it's 10 other our, uh, authors, uh, have put together a new book called Midwest Road Trip Adventures. Actually, it's uh, part of an anthology series, and uh, it helps travelers uh, rediscover their home state, even during a pandemic. And Alicia, thank you for joining us uh, tonight here on KFGO, or today on KFGO. Thank you for having me. Great to be here. Did I get that right? It's you and 10 others, or 10 total? Yeah. Yes, there's a group of us um, that are Midwest travel writers. We met um, through our work, through our blogs, through our freelance writing assignments and through a group that's actually called the Midwest Travel Writers that had a conference here in North Dakota last summer. And we all, like everyone did this spring, had to kind of readjust and reevaluate both our careers and our own travel patterns this spring. And we were approached about kind of compiling some of our greatest hits and our favorite road trips into a book, which is excellent because usually with travel guides, it sort of drills down state by state. And this is really fun because you can explore the connections between the states. So every road trip that we cover, there's four for each of the 12 Midwestern states. And each road trip talks about not just really great, safe, and socially distant ways to you know, explore a place, to see these beautiful landscapes and these scenic byways and historical sites that maybe you didn't know anything about in your own state, but it also shows you the, you know, the distance um, in miles or hours it would take to hop on another road trip in an adjacent state. And I think that's really important because that sense of adventure is something that a lot of people are lacking as a lot of our plans have changed. Our summer and our fall are not looking the way that we expected and having a little bit of an adventure going out, hitting the open road is a safe way to, to see a place that you thought you knew and really to discover some new things. I wrote, as I said, four different routes across North Dakota, and I also covered two in South Dakota. And this is a region that I scout for. I'm a, I'm a full-time freelance writer, so I, I do scouting reports for these destinations quarterly. And it's literally my job to know all the cool stuff that's going on, and I was surprised. <laughs> many times in the writing of this book. So if I'm surprised and if other writers like me throughout their own states are, I mean, this is our area. This is, this is our own backyard. These are attractions that we cover and we love. And we're still emailing each other fun things going, Oh my gosh, look at this. This is crazy. I mean, some of the highlights that. It's a lot of things that people don't realize. So a lot of people, uh, a lot of things people don't know, right? Oh, for sure. Yeah. And that happens both in our own states and certainly for states around us. Because we're all guilty of this. I've said this on, on this show with you so many times that it happens even in our own towns. We, we get in our habits. We go to work the same way. We take the same route home. And we start to think, oh, there's nothing to do here. There's nowhere to eat here. And especially now you know, with a pandemic when hours are different, um, we're not able to move and dine together and gather together in the same ways. It's really easy to feel a little boxed in and to feel like you've done everything and to get bored. And it was so refreshing to revisit cities and routes that I've traveled before and be surprised because we need that. Like we, we kind of crave that adventure. We crave that novelty. And it's really helpful for me when I have a guidebook to, to, to know that it will give me the basics that I need. I'm going to know the, the length of time it's going to take to go from one end to the other. I'm going to know that there are some places I can stop to eat that are going to be open. We did try to emphasize places that were doing drive through 
or takeout so that even if um, the parameters changed for dine-in um, in different counties, there would still be options for people on the road because some of these spots are really quite rural. So it's nice to know that you have all your bases covered, but then it's fun to know that somebody that lives in the area or covers the area and knows it says, you know, this is fun and you're going to see some things. I mean, the scenery is really great. You're going to find some surprises. There's going to be stuff to pull over. Take time, slow down, explore. You're going to see things that you didn't even know existed. And I think we need that now more than we ever have. Alicia Underly Nelson, our special guest here on the Harris Happening Midwest Road Trip Adventures, who she's with Prairie Style File as well. All right, let's go through some of the highlights. We'll start with North Dakota first. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I tried to give a little bit of geographic variety, and there are lots of scenic byways both in North Dakota and in the U- in the U.S. and uh, Midwest. And so we tried. We listed all the ones in the Midwest, but for the routes that we covered, we really tried to pick four that showed each state in its full diversity. Because a lot of times, if you live in the eastern part of the state, um, and I live here in West Fargo, you you might never know that there are really rugged, interesting badlands that look almost like desert canyons in the western part of the state. So my first route um, is, I call it the Badlands Bluffs, and it's hiking, biking, scenic drives, and wilderness watching in and around Theodore Roosevelt National Park. And there's two units of Theodore Roosevelt National Park, so it covers scenic drives, both in the south unit, which is adjacent to Medora, and the North Unit, which is a little bit south of Watford City. And I like this because when I say hiking, some of these hikes are like not even half a mile. Um, They're accessible for folks in wheelchairs. So when I say hiking, I really mean getting out, enjoying the fresh air. Um, There's options to kind of, you know, move around and feel the wind on your face if you want to. Or you can take these drives, get some really great food, and see, you know, landscape that if, if if you've never been out west, I mean, the common reaction that people have when they when they pull into the park is just to gasp because it's so different than it is from the eastern part of the state. And then on the opposite side of the state and the spectrum, I also I got a grant from the Arts Partnership here in Fargo to cover public art in the state. And it was so fun to realize that I could send people from Fargo to Grand Forks. And they could spend a day in each city doing nothing but looking at public art and getting <laughs> cool takeout and having picnics. Like, that's great. We can do that. We don't have to see any other people if we don't want to. These pieces are available. They're free. They're public. They're available for us to enjoy anytime. And they're, they're changing, and we're adding to them constantly. We wrote this book in a very short um, burst. It ended up being about a month. And there were new pieces of public art in Fargo and in Grand Forks that popped up two weeks into the process. So that, I mean, it's really fun. Wow. That's, that's pretty, that's pretty cool. Let's talk a little bit before we run out of time uh, about the, the indigenous and explorer history along the Missouri river. I know that's always fascinating uh, when I've been out in that area. Oh, it's amazing. The Missouri river is one of the most famous and beautiful rivers in the U S and I think we kind of take it for granted. And many of us don't really think about the fact that that cuts right through the center of North Dakota. And this is a place that, you know, where, Lewis and Clark, it kind of was on the uh, the U.S. radar when Lewis and Clark came through. But this, the Missouri, was the soul for so many indigenous tribes that have lived here for thousands of years. So this is where they met Sakakawea, who guided them west. But it's also the home of the Mandan, Hadatsa, and Arikara people. 
And it also traces along the Standing Rock National Native American Scenic Byway south um, that starts at the South Dakota border. And that's the land that shaped Sitting Bull. So there are all these incredible figures. And it's just the landscape is beautiful. And you really can feel a sense of timelessness when you're out you know, exploring. We, we start at you know, the South Dakota border, go through to Fort Yates, and it ends up... Um, you can use Bismarck Mandan as a base. There's a lot of attractions there that help you really understand the history. But there's all these sites um, that go all the way up north to Washburn, and you can really sort of live and feel that history in an organic way. And I think that's really important. And if you have kids especially, I think that you learn about history differently when you can be in the place that it happened. And you can also find, by the way, some really cool, bizarre things in, in North Dakota, like that uh, Holstein cow and, and many more, right? Yeah, I always tell people on the opposite end of the spectrum, I think sometimes when people think of a road trip, I think loading everybody up in the station wagon or the RV and seeing all the big, giant roadside animals. And, you know, kind of that, that fun, like kind of gleefully cheesy smile for the camera kind of thing. And you can do that. And one of my favorite routes, to, um, to have that kind of experience on is the old red old 10 scenic byway between Mandan and Dickinson. And I love that because you have Salem Sioux, the world's largest Holstein cow. Um, and you have like really fun. You can do eat at big boy and Bismarck before you go and get that fun, kitschy retro feeling. And you can see some interesting sites, but you also can stop off at a beautiful Abbey and visit with the monks and you can go see local pottery in Hebron and all these things that you wouldn't expect. And that if you really want to have a totally only in North Dakota experience, you hop on and your way back from Dickinson, you take the Gladstone exit and you go on the Enchanted Highway. Gary Graff out there has all these amazing, huge scrap metal sculptures. And one of them, the one that you're going to see from um, Interstate 94, is the world's largest scrap metal sculpture. And it's just so weird and so crazy and so interesting that you can go to the end and get ice cream. Ah, very good, very good. I tell you what, we're running out of time here. Let's skip on over to uh, Minnesota. You got a couple of things uh, real quickly you wanted to point out there too. Oh yeah, there's all kinds of fun stuff. I'm a I'm a Minnesota native, so it was really interesting for me to talk to the writer that did Minnesota. I'm like, what are you covering? And it's absolutely everything. You know, Minnesota's oldest brewery. I'm a beer girl. I'm a beer writer, so that was fun in the most German town in America. Um, the routes cover um, along the shores of Lake Superior, which is a gorgeous drive. You can see lift bridges and lighthouses, all those gorgeous spaces. And then also kind of that fun, kitschy stuff, like the Ludifist capital of America. Like, <laughs> that's great. You get great scenery, you get the North Shore, and then you get all that classic, goofy road trip stuff that, that's fun and silly and good to talk about. You know, this is the kind of thing... You can get your family in the car. You don't have to go far. There's going to be a route near you in whatever state that you live in. And you can go and explore. And, and you can go for a day. You can go overnight. There's camping spots and other um, state parks listed. So there's all kinds of different options. And then some interesting lodging as well. So if you want to make a long weekend of it, you can do that too. You can pre-order your copy right now. It's just nineteen ninety-five, And uh, once again, it's the Midwest Road Trip Adventures. Alicia Underly Nelson, our special guest from Prairie Style File here on the Harris Happening on the Mighty 790 KFGO. And uh, did I hear early November is just in time for all the holidays that should arrive, right? Yep, yep. We want us to be ready for holiday giving because we think people are going to be really excited to go out and explore. And what's great about it is that a lot of these attractions are still open in every season, so you can go and 
it works uh, whether you're going when the snow flies or if you're going to go out next spring or next summer. And once again, really fun, versatile volume. And once again, this is book number one. It is an anthology. There is more to come. Alicia, thank you so much for joining us again here on The Harris Happening on the Mighty 790 KFGO. Thanks for having me.